You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciple's journey with me as we're continuing this week through the book of Isaiah. And we've taken two weeks to do this, and we've talked about certain devotion questions from the earlier part of the book. But today, as we look at uh, new devotion questions, we want to ask, how, how does this text, this book, eventually point us to Christ. Uh, We do this by looking at the context of the passage and the culture in which it was written, but ultimately looking at what the message has for us today. And so, as I do every week, I want to encourage you on this uh, with this episode to uh, gather uh, first, first personally ask these questions for yourself, but then gather with your family or your small group. And take some time over a meal or just uh, uh, in in a, a intimate setting and ask some of these questions as you're encouraging one another, not only to read Isaiah, but to study it and apply it to your life. So I've got five major questions for you based on our reading this week. And the first one points us exactly to Jesus Christ. And, and that is, how does the picture of the servant in Isaiah 52 through 53 point us to Jesus? That may be an easy question for many of us, especially if you've listened and heard uh, any teaching on Isaiah 53 before. But when Isaiah 52 opens up with this suffering servant, uh, many Jews uh, would, would tell us today that that is not describing the Messiah. But if you were in a conversation with a Jew, uh, or, or even an atheist or agnostic or, or someone who was denying uh, Jesus Christ as Savior, how would you use this passage to point them to Jesus? What are things that, uh, verses that you could take and apply uh, to the New Testament uh, uh, picture and uh, record of Christ's death? And burial, and so I want you to walk through those those chapters, Isaiah fifty two and fifty three, and see why it's so important to understand this is Jesus Christ. Second, what does it look like in the context of Isaiah fifty four to enlarge your tents, lengthen the cords, and strengthen the stakes? What did that mean for them in that day? What What do you think? Uh, for the nation of Israel as they're, as they're hearing this, or, or, or the nation of Judah, when they're hearing this, what, what kind of hope do you think that gave them, uh, especially in the midst of, of the situation they were going through? Think about the context of that. But then a second part of that question is, what does it look like in your context? If God were to tell you, enlarge your tents, lengthen the cords, strengthen the stakes, How would that apply to your local church? How would that apply to your family? How would that apply to your ministry or your job um, in sharing the gospel? So think through that. A third question that we might ask today is, Isaiah 55 verse 11 says that his word would not return empty or void. I want to ask you this and be very specific when you're answering and then with your family and small group. How often are we sharing the Word of God with others? And think about all the wasted words, empty words that we use and that we fill our life with. Think about just today what you've talked about. How often do they return empty? Do they return void? Are they wasted? And then ask, how often am I showing and telling the Word of God that does not return empty or void? And what, honestly, 
are you spending your time doing? Talking about foolish things, wasted things, or important things like the Word of God? A fourth question that I would ask you is, based on Isaiah 60 through 66, what is your picture of heaven or life after this temporary world, the new heaven, the new earth? How does Isaiah describe it? Sit down and talk through what your image of heaven might be. And I've uh, we've talked about this on several occasions uh, in, in previous readings uh, where the uh, Old Testament especially would talk about uh, heaven or, or uh, after death and, and what we expect that to be. But Isaiah is very clear on the peace that rises up, but also uh, some things that might be involved in that new heaven and new earth. So think about that and and share with your group uh, your ideas about heaven. Finally, according to Isaiah 61, the Messiah came to proclaim freedom to the captives, open blind eyes to set them free. How are we, as the body of Christ, proclaiming freedom to the captives? Do we spend more time um, setting captives free with the gospel? or enslaving others to our own opinions and traditions? Uh, That is one very important question I want you to ask and examine your own life. Do you spend more time criticizing people, condemning people, uh, and, uh, and taking captives with your words, or captivating people with the love of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ? As we close out this episode today, I want to remind you of our memory verse for this week. And that is Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him. And by his scourging, by his wounds, we are healed. Let that be a memory verse that you put to memory this week so that you can be reminded of what Christ has done for you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Stakes in the ground.